everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Happy New Year, RJ. Thank you. You as well. It's, uh, yes. Is there a rule that you can't officially do that after the 5th or something? But I think anyway, so, but we're breaking it. I, yeah. I wish you a happy new year. And, uh, I would say that we haven't spoken, but that's not true either. Yeah. We haven't spoken in person, but, you know, what? Yeah. <laughs> we've talked plenty, plenty otherwise. To the internet of things, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So uh, how how was your holidays? It was awesome. Um, the, the flights, I, I think I mentioned that to you before, the flights were a bit challenging. Mm-hmm. But uh, once we were there, uh, so we went to Puerto Vallarta in Mexico, and uh, yeah, it's just this perfect resort where we can go for long walks. We can just hang out at the beach. There's a couple of pools with slides and that kind of thing. And play volleyball with the kids and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's just super relaxing and nice temperature. Nothing too, too hot. So That sounds perfect. Yeah. It was awesome. Nice yeah. break. And yeah, as you uh, could see on Twitter, I worked with the uh, Mexican biathlon team there. Yeah, no, I'm glad you glad you were there. Um, you know, uh, as I don't know if you remember this, but um, the guy who designs the uniforms actually posted the uh, the Mexican uniform. So there is a uniform for the team when they're ready to when they're ready to join us. There you go. So, See, and I spent. Uh, yeah, that's typical me trying to be the perfectionist. I spent probably three hours trying to find a picture of a an athlete in <laughs> summer training because you can't have winter gear uh, on on the beach uh, uh-huh. and then and then i looked for like the belarus team because they also have uh, white green and red mm-hmm. so yeah took took a bit longer well, than it well should but i'm, <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> impressed actually yeah it's fun to do so it's funny while you were enjoying that we had a we had a freeze here in florida and uh, we have a whole bunch of tropical plants that can't handle freezes so you guys were off enjoying the the tropics and we were losing all of our plants it was really sad (laughs) it is yeah yeah and and ironically so the week before we went to mexico it was minus uh 30 30 minus 35 in celsius Mm -hmm. and the week we were away it was around a freezing point so it was probably warmer in calgary than it was in florida it was there, there. I think on Christmas Day, I woke up and looked at the temperature in Calgary, and it was definitely warmer <laughs> in Calgary than it was in Florida. I said, Eric, this is ridiculous. I'm going to go back yeah, to bed. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Who knows? Ten years this. from now, we'll we'll be lying on the pool in the winter, and uh, we'll be uh, actually doing biathlon in Florida. Yeah, in Florida. Yeah. Oh man. So uh, we uh, uh, speaking of uh, of of weather, um, you know, we'll we'll talk about lots of things from from this weekend, but. Um, it looked to be a bit of a sloppy weekend in Slovenia mm-hmm. for the for the racing. Um, yeah, no kidding. You know, the, the course just sort of progressively looked a little bit rougher and rougher as the as the racing went on. That was kind of sad to see. Yeah, and I I didn't necessarily see it because I was watching it on my phone in the morning. But uh, they were talking about that it was actually raining the last like t- yep. this morning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's you know just not where you want to see, right? And and even like the the white tracks in a green environment. Uh, that doesn't really feel right, but it uh, sounds no. like the whole of Europe pretty much has a, has a rough winter. And yep. So. Yeah. Um, I remember I was, uh, I, I had asked uh, Baiba Bendika, she's sort of our unofficial uh, source on the ground right now, at least, you know, for mm-hmm. me was this weekend, and I asked her about the, the conditions, and 
yeah, she had said it was it was a little bit sloppy heading in. That sounds like the sprint race was about the best conditions they had all all weekend for right. the women, and then it sort of just got worse from there. And um, you could just tell. I mean, it looked like they were going through slush and you well, know, except and, for JT Bo, but yeah. I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, I, my my only race I ever did biathlon yeah. race was also in in similar conditions where it yeah. was around zero, a little under zero, and then um, raining and stuff. And uh, and I mean. I can't compare my skis and my wax with what they're using, but still, like I was being sucked into the ground. Like it, yeah. it's like awful. Yeah. So even though it's better for them with with the better uh, materials and stuff, I, I can't imagine being a lot of fun. But... No, and and you know, relatively, I'm sure they felt the same way. You know, that mm-hmm. they were getting sucked into the ground and that they were sort of in in slow motion. Big so was there for the, uh, for the wax the, Off the top of your head, anything that uh, that really stood out? Oh, you already mentioned him, JT Bo. Uh, mm. Actually, two things really, but but JT Bo and he. I had done a lot of sort of mental gymnastics and and thinking, you know, how could Lagride win? You know, was and I even I even tried to make an argument that Lagride could be the favorite, and then JT Bo comes out and just absolutely wiped <laughs> everybody off of the course. I mean, he was yeah. just on on another planet. He looked like he was skiing on another course than everybody else. Just. Mm-hmm. A different yeah, animals, and it, I can only imagine, like for someone like Legrette, you already know you're going to have a really hard time keeping up with him over the season, and then to get that many seconds, you know, like start. Imagine starting a pursuit, and you're already going to race with somebody <laughs> who is already faster, and then yeah. he also gets what forty eight seconds, yeah, time like ahead of you is yeah. It's must like, be. You- kind of frustrating to even start the race just just starting a race of that length you know you you were already starting off with a what let's say a 40 second what well, i don't know what was the deficit it's hard to tell okay and we'll get to his splits yeah. in just a minute but you're starting off with say a 40 second deficit and then on so you, so you need him to miss just at baseline and then he starts off with an additional 48 seconds on top of that so you're basically <laughs> needing him to yeah. have four or five six misses to make it a race i mean that's crazy and, and Lagride is a amazing biathlete he's number two in the in the world I right now I, it's just i honestly feel he 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 might end up being one of those athletes that hopefully he'll win a world uh or a globe at some point but that may not get mm-hmm. what he kind of deserves based on one other competitor yes I, well, well, well i shouldn't say deserve but you know he, he's pr- probably just born in the wrong time yeah with, what he with, might have had at a different era yeah, yeah, you know, we'll look back, you know, someday, you know, Ben will look back and be like, oh, Lagride was, you know, he only had two crystal globes, you know, why do you think he <laughs> yeah. was that good? And it's like, because you didn't see him. Like, he was the yeah. only guy who was remotely in, in JT's, uh, in his in his range. So I mentioned his splits in the pursuit, um, mm-hmm. and he was fastest <laughs> for every single lap. And then in the, uh, in the last lap, when he clearly didn't need to go full blast anymore, uh, he was... What was he? Thirty seconds slower. I mean, he clearly let off like uh, let off the gas. Uh, he was forty seventh overall. And I think he he was thirty one seconds back of. I can't remember who was second fastest. And, well, and that's um, you compare that to you know 
he he beats others by more than 30 seconds. Yes, yeah. And then he takes it slow, probably shakes hands on the way and gives high, yeah. high fives and stuff, and he's only 30 seconds slower. Uh, only 30 seconds slower, but then also, even by even doing that, even where he clearly was not putting it full out there, he was still the fastest on the day. <laughs> I know, like, right? <laughs> I mean, just watching him on that last life, he clearly was just, you know, hanging out. It's like, all right, this yeah, is just ridiculous. Yeah, when, when he has this confidence, even when the shooting, it, yeah, it, yeah it's... Uh, but... Yeah, I was going to ask was, you at some I was point. Talking... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say at some point we just need to have the conversation about you know ranking you know your your all time great by athletes. But peak, I'm not. He's not. Maybe doesn't have like the full career, of course, like a Forcade or a, a Bjorn Dahlen. But peak JT Bo is incredible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, just a what... difference with number two, kind of the gap. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Like the when he is on his number, like when he is racing really well. And other people are racing really well. Like the gap from him to them is just is bigger than anything I I can remember. Mm-hmm. He doesn't it doesn't doesn't require other people to have bad days for him to have these huge races. Because even in the sprint, you know, other people raced well and he still was finishing. I know, know forty three seconds ahead or forty five seconds ahead, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I think you know to see him to to not have him win the globe. He, he's probably his only competitor. You know, when yeah. he when when maybe some doubt creeps in if he's if he does have a race where he misses two or three, mm-hmm. yeah. And if he if he lets that affect him, um, that might be the only chance for the others to that's to, it uh, to get in there. But he either gets injured or sick or yeah. well, he I'm just, just yeah. loses confidence on the range. And you know, those are really the only three possibilities at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about sick. Uh, Number of yeah. athletes missing races or missing the whole weekend. Probably Hannah Oberg, the the most, um, yeah, the biggest name, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Porta was was right. gone, and her replacement Vanessa Hens was sadly not able to race because of illness. And I mentioned Biba earlier, and she got sick. So yeah, there's a probably a little bit, you know, when you're even though they're not doing the same bubble, you know, necessarily that they did during the mm-hmm. peak of COVID, you know, still when you go back home for the holidays and you're celebrating, there's just a little bit more exposure and yeah. people bringing that with them, you know, back to Pocuca. So, you know, that's really the first time we've dealt with that this season. Yeah. And I was, I wrote down as one of my things that stood out that I can't even remember um, seeing uh Jacqueline and now that we're talking about sickness I actually looking up as we talk if he was sick or something but he just did the the sprint and mm-hmm. yep what was he ranked 64 yeah I don't know right. if you saw oh, it. I had, yeah he had 50 percent yeah I I there was one of the uh races on was it, it was Thursday, on Thursday Friday Thursday Friday when it, when yeah. it was actually still decent time but yeah. um yeah, it, it, I don't know what's going on with him. He uh, he doesn't really seem to be himself. No, and um, it, it, he is in a way because you know with the mass start he was like doing his his typical <laughs> yeah. oh, just sprint out in front of everybody in the first lap. But yeah, yeah, actually, I would, I would you could even argue that this is exactly who Jacqueline is is that he, yeah, he has yeah. those those moments and then he has moments like this too. Um, and I and I saw just a headline. I will be honest, I did not read the article about how he said that he was sort of. Uh, having some, he was more in his own head a little bit. You know, he's been very open about his his struggles with 
uh, anxiety and depression. So, um, mm-hmm. maybe that is, is affecting him as well. Um, yeah. certainly, certainly didn't have a good shooting day on, on, uh, on the sprint. No, um, I feel with, uh, Jacqueline too, that every, every new season when it starts, I really feel like, oh, I hope, I yeah. hope he's kind of sorted himself out so he can be the, the great athlete that he's shown he can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, it seems like this year is not going to be that year either. But uh, no, it's a little bit similar to last year. Good, yeah. good first few weeks. And yeah. then he, this well, is sort of where he hit his rough patch. Um, speaking of um, the uh, did you see who else uh, he was in the same range as with the with the shooting uh, on in the sprint? I don't know if you if you caught this, but no. um, there were there were four people who had um uh the most misses in the men's sprint race and there was uh the Fabian Claude and Emilien Claude and then Jacqueline and then who was it I thought I had written this down I tweeted it but I was it not a Frenchman or no it was not it was um oh who was it uh Adam Vaklovic the from the Czech Republic they all had oh, okay. five misses and um you know I just thought that was interesting because uh there were three Frenchmen there and I would just wonder if something happened with the oh zero I think that's or, uh when we were kind of joking about maybe they had a party they had a party yeah them. yeah exactly like did was that's just kind of strange that they all were yeah. missing like that I don't, I don't know Some, something happened but I don't know what I I can't put it together but I I also think like personality wise like for example, when it rains, um, yeah. I just don't like walking outside because you get you know water in your neck and that kind of thing. But then there's other people who can pour rain and they walk outside if it's oh well I'm getting wet oh well, whatever right. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine yeah. if you're shooting and you're you know more like me that you feel uncomfortable yeah. that that can also have an impact and yeah it's it's weird that it was um, all those three at the same time but yeah it was just it was. I, I was looking at it because I had seen what prompted me to look was uh, Vaklovic having five misses and he still finished like 47th or something like that. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, so I wanted to see who had more misses than him. And it turns out he had the most misses. And then it was those, <laughs> those other three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, when you say the, uh, his name. Oh, did I totally it, butcher it? No, no, no. But, but it reminds me of something because so for people that don't know or remember, so I've been watching the Eurovision stream for a number of seasons, and up till this season, Jordan was uh, you had Peacock, right? Uh, yeah, With, we uh, had Chet, yeah, yeah, Chet yeah. And I was regularly complaining about the uh, the broadcasters, <laughs> and I don't want to like this is not to dish them. Like I know it's yeah. a hard job, and it's I I do not even want to suggest that I could do it better. That that's not my point. But there's always a couple of things that just trigger me right off the bat, and <laughs> how they say Kutch March. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And I don't know how you pronounce it correctly, but that always like it makes me cringe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think I told you this. I don't remember if I if it was just a, a private message or not. But I made it through two weeks with them, and I've muted them, and I'm fine with that. It's yeah, you know, it's been fine. Um, but it's funny though, because um, the last two races, Chad, so Chad. usually it's is it Mike Dixon and Patrick Winterton are yeah. the, the, the typical ones, mm-hmm. and I think the last two races it was Scott Dixon. Oh, that's interesting. 
So I, I don't know if that's his son or not, but because uh, it sounded a bit like uh, Mike Dixon was, like his voice was a bit different, so maybe he was had a cold or something. Yeah. Um, but I actually thought um, I, I kind of liked him, at least yeah. compared to we, the other we, two. We can, we can um, keep him. But, well, uh, we noticed no, that Chad is certainly watching, and he had some, <laughs> some thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, it would be nice. I just I I I miss having him on. And this actually wraps in. You know, speaking of shooting, and I don't know if you want to do this now or later, but uh, there was quite the the episode with the uh, rifles during the mixed relay. I must have missed that. Uh, so the Belgian was it uh, Thierry Longer? Oh yeah, right. With I, the I vaguely uh, remember that. Yeah. So um, anyway, so if you haven't seen it, guys, just go look it up. It is. Oh, he fell right. He fell, right, and he was trying to clean his rifle, and um, there was some discussion about whether he should have been disqualified because of the way he was trying to clean it um, on the range. I think he ended up using the spare rifle anyway, but it was... Um, it's like smoking a pipe almost. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my and God, I can't... And like, oh, we removed the magazine, so maybe it's not a big of a deal. It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not something you should be doing. <laughs> Let me see if I can suck out the snow. Yeah. It's also not really, from a health perspective, the greatest idea. No. <laughs> and I just you gotta wonder like what was his team thinking at that point like oh man I just but I, I like I can imagine he was frustrated and stuff he was but and a little panicked you know I'm yeah. like to take your pole yeah. and start digging in your <laughs> in your barrel it's, I'm like I've never ever like I could exceed it that happening at an amateur level where people are just like yeah. you know they they don't have a coach that can help them out or a spare yeah. rifle so they just start digging in there with their pole but yeah to see yeah. it at a professional level that was uh, <laughs> something different quite alarming um, uh, did and, I and I felt so bad for them because they were were they in yeah. fourth place when you fell yeah they were uh, yeah and i i didn't see it at the time I, we mentioned kids being up ben was up and he was playing with his dinosaurs and i'll be honest like i just looked away for a few minutes and came back and I, all of a sudden belgium had gone from being in the mix to way back and i was like what mm -hmm. happened and so it took yeah. me about halfway through the race until i realized what had gone on and um yeah you know you feel bad they they still ended up in the top 10 but oof, they were that's really that's tough yeah yeah it was uh but <laughs> yeah that it's funny because I didn't remember it at first. Yeah. But then I get that visual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ever do kind that of, at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the biathlon range. Or the biathlon range or anywhere. I just don't know. Yeah, we'll never yeah, see don't, again. yeah. Oh, man. I hope that I didn't see it. I hope somebody interviewed him afterward because I would just like to hear. Thank God mm -hmm. everything turned out okay, right? And you said he did. I don't yeah, know, just, yeah, yeah. But, or interview some other people who were around who saw it just to didn't know what they were thinking. They're like, oh my God. Well, like could he, you imagine standing next to him? I know. You're like, what is this happening? guy like with this pole as if he was like, a, you know, an old fashioned <laughs> musket that you're yeah. reloading? Uh, I wonder, you know, we should go back and look and see who was shooting and see how many, how many misses they had. Was it like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> were they all over the place or was it like they had just, you know, they had the best shooting of their lives because they're like, I have got to get away from this. Yeah. <laughs> Fastest shooting at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, thank goodness we can laugh yeah um, one other thing and I have no idea why it stood out to me and I only just checked like half an hour ago um, to confirm or if it was just something I made up but I I was saying to uh, to you earlier that I drove back from Canmore today and I was thinking of what were the things that were standing out over the weekend and I felt that the Swiss had a really good weekend yes and I looked it up and oh my god they it had did. a 
incredible phenomenal. weekend. Yeah. So like um, on the individuals and on the team. Everywhere. The Swiss had an incredible weekend. I've I've been a big fan of the Swiss. I think we talked about them a little mm-hmm. bit just before the holidays and I, I wrote about them during the during the break. But yeah, no, they, they were so I've been paying special attention, but I think uh Amy Baserga had her career best, you know, on for the women twice actually she had her career best. Um I, I wanna say the Swiss women, except for Leah Meyer, um, were all in the top twenty for both the sprint and the pursuit. Um Baserga was the top, I think, at twelfth. Um, yeah, the, for the, the women for the pursuit, 12, 14, and, 17, 18. Yeah, and then and then Leo Meyer, she wasn't there. I think I think she was like thirty second and twenty fourth, something like that. And those were both career bests for her as well. Um, you know, the men individually. I mean, Hartweg, I believe, was tenth in the pursuit, and then and then the relays, they were third and fourth, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you did you see the end of the mixed relay? The single mixed relay or the team? No, just the right the team. The yeah. Where uh, Lena Hackey Gross, she uh, she outsprinted Denise Herman Wick at the very end. Oh she yeah, nice, yeah, nice little move at the end. Yeah, was but was um, Herman Wick was she just kind of done, or did she not expect? No, her to... I thought I thought it was a good move by Hackey Gross just to to time her sprint just right to. to oh, okay, get her. it's not that no. that uh, Herman. I think it was already thought was, she was good. I think so. Yeah, hmm. um, yeah. That was that was how I write, but she very well might have thought you know that it was over, you know, but, uh, right. yeah. So, but it was, it was nice to see her just sneak in there and get the, <laughs> the fourth place for them. Yeah, no, I was, I was very excited about the Swiss this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, and I don't know why it stood out, but it's probably just because I kept seeing the, the Swiss flags. They were all over the place. Okay. Well, yeah. I think they were the only country to have four in the top 20 for the women for the sprint and the pursuit. Maybe not the pursuit. I know for the sprint. They had yeah, so I actually wrote down the the women's pursuit. They had twelve, fourteen, seventeen, nineteen, and twenty four. Nice. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. So, Everybody yeah. in the top twenty five. And, and I, so And I read that off the list of the isolated times and there were uh it doesn't say the order, but yeah, they're basically all five of them are in the the first screen. Uh um, it's yeah, it's they had a terribly good weekend. In the Nations Cup, Switzerland moved past Italy into fifth place for the women, and they are now in sixth place and about twenty-five points back of the Czech Republic for fifth and uh, wow. for the men. That would—I mean—I I wrote this down like they—that would be the best, at least in the modern, you know, biathlon era for them uh, for uh, for Nations Cup finishes. I'm, I'm well, very that's the year excited after Benny Wager retired, exactly. Right? So yeah, well, and and Selena Gasparin as well. Right, yeah. So, yeah, so that's that's pretty pretty amazing that they were able to sort of not just put it back together, but reach these new highs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here it is. So, uh, the men, the best they've ever done was last season in eighth in the Nations Cup, and the women, the best they've ever done was seventh, and that was three years ago. Okay. Um, so, do they have a combined one? Not that I'm aware of. No. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Things to watch out for. Best. Uh, best relay finish ever can the women finish second probably not but yeah throw it out there well it's it's there's a lot of these young ones that are like jacamel oh, yes fantastic weekend did he ever um and then we'll, we'll go a bit more detail but some other things that i remember um fatazzi's prone shoot oh. it's kind of cringing um quite ligret his streak ending the prone streak that was sad um, and I don't know. Like I, 
I had a hard time. I mean, the first race was at 3.30 a.m. this morning for me for the single mixed relay. You didn't get up, did you? Yeah, I actually did. Well, I didn't get up, but I, <laughs> you I were did in bed. watch it. You were in bed. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it, it seemed like the teams didn't really care because hmm. some people were sitting out and some people, were, yeah. you know, just and it, and it just made me feel like it wasn't like it's sort of a oh, let's let's get it over with and and, and I'm sure it's not, yeah. but that's kind of the feeling I got when I started hearing the names and I and I still don't understand why they've why they need to have the single mixed and the team mixed pursuits on the same day. I, yeah. I don't know if that's like a, a specifically a thought of, oh, well, then we'll see who the really good nations are. Or I don't know what that the is. The nations but... with the most. Yeah. Because I already, you... I, I get madder every time when I see a single mixed relay and there's teams that cannot feel the team. And it just frustrates me. For the... They can't feel the team for both in the same day, you mean? Well, yeah, or just, you know, why Why can't we mix nations like yeah. we talked about before? Oh, I completely agree. No, like I it's... Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. It would be much more inclusive, much more open. You want to grow the sport, that's a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you... I'm, well, we can do that later. I was just scrolling through the uh, the the standings for the single mix but we'll we'll talk about it more in depth a little bit later okay. the specific race but i just wanted to mention that latvia unfortunately finished in 10,000th and 25th place so <laughs> really unfortunate for them <laughs> oh yeah the results codes yeah. I, I remember when i first started working with the data seeing some weird uh graphs <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you know I guess that's uh, quite the penalty for not showing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get 10,000 places added to your, to your finishing. Uh, no, I agree, though. I, I think that I know there there are lots of good arguments for the single mix relay, and and I, I'm actually here for a lot of them. Uh, you know, there are some countries just don't have enough for four, you know, regardless. Mm-hmm. And so for them to be able to put two out there is good, but, you know, we could fix that with the the combined relay team. Um, but I, I think you're right when you put them both on the same day and this is, you never do it at a world championships, you know, but do they even have the single mixed in the worlds? I don't believe, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, but if they were like, you wouldn't put it on the same day. I don't think it just puts these nations at a smaller, at a, you know, at a Mm -hmm. bigger, yeah, basically out of contention. Right. Right. And then you have a team like Norway who can set, Lagride oh, and can Jake field Bo four and teams. Yeah. Roysland and still put out teams that can get first in the single mixed and whatever they were, mm-hmm. yeah. fifth or sixth in the in the mixed relay. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so it just it's just an added advantage. And then um, the last thoughts I had, just random thoughts. Do you think Roysland and QFM are back? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. QFM, the second place in the pursuit was very encouraging. About it was very encouraging. I, I'll, I'll try to stay positive here. Um, he didn't look great to me in the sprint. I remember watching mm. him in the sprint and just thinking, like, uh, I guess I was hoping, you know, he was going to come out of the the holiday break and really show something. But that's kind of what I what I what um, makes me more positive that. His first race was, you know, he had some good things where you were like, oh, it might be on the way back. And then the second race, mm-hmm. he was, I think he was second fastest 
on the isolated time. Oh, was he? Yeah. All right. And um, and Roisland was the fastest on isolated. Yeah, that, yeah. I was gonna say that was that was good to see. Um, she definitely. I don't know if she cramped or something on the the third lap of the sprint, but she was right in it until that third mm-hmm. lap, and she sort of fell off a bit. Um, so that was. I think Roisland is going to be fine. I think that by the time Worlds come around, I think she's going to sort of work herself into mm-hmm. into top shape, and, and by the might time Worlds come be around, her her, um, her advantage of yeah, just you know. less miles on the legs. Yeah, yeah, and if that's the case, then you know, for her, all she, I mean her legacy at this point she's got the overall globe her legacy i guess is going to be just piling up the world championship medals yeah not not a terrible strategy <laughs> no not really yeah, and some olympic medals you know get yeah, what five of them from last last olympics yeah, yeah she's, five she's six, yeah. in a pretty good pretty good spot yeah. what was it say i can't remember too long ago it was almost a year <laughs> i know right no, i think she uh, had five medals out of six races yeah, and yeah, I think of it, which it, they three all, were gold. Yeah. yeah, I know it's wild. Um, uh, the uh, the last thing. So this is the last thing that I had written down as my big overall takeaways was Elvira looks very scary as a mm-hmm. as a competitor. She was so composed this weekend. It was there were we didn't see as much of her like flying as fast as she can, but she was just sort of going about her business and shooting perfect and that has i mean mm-hmm. that has to be well, and still startling like that's it's still fast yeah i'm fair because you expect her to be way faster even but yes I mean, she's still you know one yeah. of the fastest skiers so yeah i know exactly yeah i know so. it's i i don't know we uh i asked you that that question last time about is uh julia simon kind of supposed yeah. to be crowned before trimester three but i think we got a got a really good battle on our hands now oh yeah elvira looks really good and 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 that's not to take anything away from simone because oh no no she was she had a great race too yes yeah she didn't lose i mean elvira won both races and simone didn't lose that much ground Mm -hmm. i think she got what second and third so i think those two are going to be going head to head for the rest of the season and that's very fun yeah i just i it's a it's an aspect of elvira that i had not seen before the sort of I don't know, mature, watchful waiting. I think I mentioned it in the honesty race is that I I mentioned it from the perspective of I liked Simone going to the lead when they went head to head in the pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also mature of Elvira to let Simone do it and not, you know, try to lead. Um, yeah, and then you, you can I see it. You can I, explain it any, any, any way, way that you works want, for you. Any way you want. <laughs> yeah. No, right. No, no, no. But, but I think looking at this weekend, you know, because she didn't go out there and just try to blow people off the course. Like she was just kind of measured and, and, and knew, especially in the pursuit race, that she didn't have to go as fast because she was starting out with the advantage. And yeah, yeah. she looked great. I, I think that it, the rest of the, the, you know, if you were, if you were in like the, the third, fourth, fifth place on the, the World Cup, you know, and you were hoping to make a comeback for the race for the overall. That's not exactly reassuring to see now Elvira is sort of finding her footing in a new way. Yeah, and and you know, considering how young she is and and how little experience she has, really compared to some of her direct opponents. Um, yeah, you know, there's just so much room for improvement still. So yeah. Like this weekend, where you where you said she's very composed and seemed to hold back a little bit, so she had more energy at the end, and and then she shoots zero. Yeah, it's uh, 
It's pretty good. Can only get better almost, right? Pretty good. Yeah. And she was um, even um, just looking up the uh, course times for the for the sprint race, and she was just behind Herman Wick and ahead of Lampich, although Lampich had, what, five or six misses, so <laughs> yeah, well, she uh, skipped a, well. a bit more. <laughs> yeah. I think the... Um, I think uh, Claire Egan actually said on Twitter, she said uh, Lompich had the full biathlon experience this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, kind of reassuring in a, in a weird, perverse way that uh, it's not it's not actually that easy. <laughs> yeah. And it, it also, because, I mean, her first race when she got that fifth place, Lompich, you yes. kind of... You know, it, it was amazing and very impressive, but you you don't want to have a racer who can kind of, you know, with all due respect, suck at shooting and still win because they're oh, just yeah. so fast, right? So yes, um, I, I think it was great agree. for her to to get that fifth place. But yeah, it's a good good um, way to put your get your feet back on the ground and know that there's <laughs> yeah. still a lot to do. But at the same time, you know, if you're already um, performing like this after what she started in May. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty I don't wild. know if she had any history with biathlon, but if she only started in May, I, I've been doing biathlon longer than she has. She probably <laughs> put in a few more hours than I did, but... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's cool to see. I, I, I like those, you know, the influence of... of uh, or in, influx of uh, cross-country skiers and just see how it works for them and... You can see how hard it is, but you can also see that, you know, there's fast skiing in biathlon and then there's fast, fast skiing. So it's, uh, I, I think it's cool to yes. see. It's fun, right? I, I mm-hmm. like that in biathlon, there are multiple ways of, right? You can have, you can have, we've had this conversation before, but you, you can have people who are primarily great shooters, um, who are fast enough to compete. And then you have people who are just really fast and just have to shoot well enough to compete and right. just use different ways of going about it and then you've got your all-arounders of course who are good at both you know like you know looks like Elvira's turning into which is alarming mm-hmm. uh, for everybody else you know but yeah uh, but, um, did you want to look at the individual races themselves see if there's any anything that we missed yeah we can um, go over them I, I've got a couple of things that I wrote down for different races yeah, sure. that we didn't that we didn't hit. They weren't they weren't sort of all around things for the okay. uh, for the whole weekend, but just a few things here and there. So um, in the women's sprint, um, of course, we already mentioned that uh, Elvira won, but um, in the in the Swiss did really well. But uh, it was nice to see um, uh, uh, Sophie uh, Chavot and Lou uh, Jean Monod for the for the French. I know having having good races so it yeah honestly was not just a, a a one-hit wonder for them yeah and and uh i don't know how she did in the the uh sprint but the chevalier mm-hmm. chevalier sister with the yes. double name yes Anne. yes she had amazing shooting especially on the mixed team right or she the, did uh, yeah yep. on the team event yeah yeah so that was nice to see because we haven't really seen much of her at all this year um, yeah, they have a good team, and 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 again, it's another couple of really young skiers who just seem to just fit right in. Yes, yeah. So um, I, you know, and and these were women I knew nothing about coming in. You know, mm-hmm. so it was kind of it's nice to 
nice to see young blood coming on up. You know, especially with uh, was it uh, Biscon who retired last year, mm-hmm. and um, looks like they've had not that. I mean, she was awesome, and I would love to interview her someday. But they've had no real trouble replacing her um, as right. far as right. So, well, and it makes you. It, it always makes you think, like when these, you know, young athletes get a chance, and and with Justine Préjaboucher being pregnant. If she hadn't mm-hmm. gotten pregnant, then you have one of these younger ones that would probably not have a ch- had a chance. Yes. Yeah. And now yeah. they're just, you know, they're not competing for the podiums all the time per se, but I mean, they can definitely get to, get to the podium. So it's uh, fascinating how that works with these no, big teams. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't, uh, Chavo was one of like the top fastest for both the sprint and the, uh, and the pursuit, I believe. I think she actually was the fastest in the pursuit. So, um, yeah, that's, that's yeah. wild. I mean, somebody I just had not heard of at all before this year, and that's probably on me for not paying attention, but still. Well, you can't follow kind of every single one of them, right? No, no, there's, just, I, there's too many. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think she was sixth. It looks like seventh for the, the sprint. Anyway, okay. that's just, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had, uh, we mentioned the Swiss, but the Austrian women also had four in the top 30, which was Kind of cool for them. Nice. That's the yep. first time I'd seen them do that because Hauser was 13th. Uh, Gandler, Gandler, Gandler was 26th. Uh, I will never, ever be able to pronounce this woman's name. Z- Z- yeah, Zaduch. Yeah, I just can't do it. I'm not uh, sure my, you, yeah. My, my, I don't know, my vocal inflections, I just have a, <laughs> I'm stuck. Uh, and then Tamara uh, Steiner was 28th. So, yep, they got all those in the top 30. It was good for That's them. Awesome, yeah. Yep, I hadn't seen them really put together a team day like that. Um, oh, and season. I was I was really happy to see uh, Polina Fialkova or but yes, yes, yeah. Um, that I was kind of feeling sad for her for not getting on a podium, but I know because it feels like she's been around so long and and she has these races where she's really close. But yep, so, no, and she was but, was she yeah was she close again in the pursuit too? I think she was, yeah, fourth, fourth both times. Yeah. No, oh, that poor woman. Yeah. It's got to happen before. The, she's having a great year, hopefully before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. You can get her there. Uh, keep her fingers crossed there. Um, and then I, I wrote down, we talked about her a little bit um, earlier, but uh, Vanessa booked. Um, I wrote her down too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's a little disappointing. Yeah, so I have her course time ranks here, and uh, we have, I'm just going to read them off, because it just is fascinating. 14, 14, 11, 27, 24, 38, 19, 4, 44. And for comparison, for the last, like, three weekends of last season, she was almost always between 10th and 15th. So, mm-hmm. that's just... Yeah, I don't know I how... wrote down, she had 1 minute 15, even though she, she yeah. shot clean in the sprint. I just don't know how you go from being fourth in the mass start and then 44th. Yeah, it could I, be part, maybe of, she was part sick. of it could be the wax or whatever or sickness. Could be, yeah. I mean, she well, might have been sick too. There were a lot of people who were sick, but that she's just been w- wildly inconsistent all year. So I don't yeah. know what's, what's going on there. Um, yeah, I think that was it for the sprint. DJ Irwin, okay. 22nd. That was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, men's sprint. We already mentioned J Two Bo being just incredibly fast. Um, 
Swiss men also had a solid weekend. You mentioned Giacomo. Uh, he ended up... Uh, he was sixth, high. right? Yeah. Sixth, yeah. He was sixth. Yep, tied his career high in that race, and then he obviously broke it the next day. But um, So that was nice to see. I don't know. Yeah, I can st- I still... It, the whole thing was... I'm looking at J2 the course times, and it's like... Yeah, number it's, two it's, is 42 seconds behind. And then... Oh, my God. Uh, let me see. One, two, three, four, five. Number seven is more than a minute behind in course time. It's crazy. I just don't... That's insane. Yeah. And then he's not even the fastest shooter either, right? No. Because he usually loses some time on the, in, the, in the range, but... Yeah. That's just nuts. Yeah. I find it really hard to relate to how you can be so much faster. Um, so it's what 42 I seconds. Is... Oh, I was going to say 42 seconds from Bo to Christensen. Mm-hmm. It's, and that's, you know, Christensen in second place. The next 42 seconds is one, two, three, four. 14 people. So that's nuts. Anyway. No. Sorry. I cut you off. No, that uh, Taribo, we, we talked about him. Mm-hmm. If yes. he was at risk of uh, maybe losing his spot on the roster, and I, I think he uh, nope. made very clear that he doesn't believe so. <laughs> yeah, he listened <laughs> to us Apparently he said... did say in an interview, uh, he was interviewed about it. Uh-huh. And I think if I understood it correctly, that he said that it, it was the first time that he started to worry about it a little bit. Oh, well, that's fair. But that was before this weekend, so. And then he said, I listened to those idiots on the Penalty Loop podcast, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. they motivated me to get yeah, my butt in gear. Yeah, wrong. So, yeah. Well, good for him. Nice to like, see. Uh, I yeah. actually was, I was genuinely very happy to see it, because um, mm-hmm. I had mentioned, um, you know, would it be ridiculous to see him winning a race, and then I had actually immediately after that said, oh, yeah, it would be ridiculous. And I don't know. I Maybe nope. he could he could do it. Well, he's no, also. He, uh, I think he made a comment be his about brother. he might. He might have to like kneecap his brother at the start. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could do it. Or put some food poisoning, or something. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. not poisoning. Maybe just something that. Uh, yeah, he doesn't agree with him. Some extra bowel movements, or yeah. something. <laughs> uh, make a little gassy beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and I liked um, uh, that Yakov Fuck and um, yes, yeah, Seminator. Uh, I had that too. Uh, Yep. I think they were both in the top twenty, if I yep. remember correctly. I think it was like twelfth and fourteenth or something like that. They were yeah. in they were in the in the in the top the top twenty. Yeah. That was really nice to see. Yeah. Ader, you just he just keeps on doing his thing. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Hats off to that man. Um Oh, this is what I had written down. Uh the the kilometers per hour for for different racers. So uh Ader reminded me. Uh Bo was Two minutes uh, sixteen seconds per kilometer. Lagride was two minutes twenty two seconds per kilometer, and Ader was two minutes twenty eight seconds per kilometer. Uh, so an even six seconds between you know a gap between those, and just the fact that it was six seconds from Bo to Lagride is crazy. That that's mm-hmm. the same distance from Lagride to Ader, who is you yeah. know faster than me. Let's be honest, but uh, you know, I, not faster than that many people out there. Yeah. Anyway. That's yeah, just crazy. It's, uh, I think that made it almost extra. I don't know if fun is the right word, but when he was struggling with his skis in uh, in Annecy, and almost seemed like a <laughs> yeah. beginner, that you know, yeah. and then knowing yeah. how fast he is when he when he has uh, 
well, when the conditions suit him. Yeah, and also uh, I'm glad it didn't ultimately end up hurting him that much in the Crystal Globe race. Right. It, it would have been awful, like, right, if you would have if you would have been slipping around there like a child, right? And he ends yeah. up, you know, in 25th place. But, no, nah, I mean, he still got top five, so it was kind of yeah. fun to see him. <laughs> You're right. Which it's is not, probably it's... maybe even a stronger indicator of how strong he's been so far. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you, you know, you, you not even the Fisher and... skis could slow him down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. It does make me wonder, though, how much it works the other way around when the conditions suit yeah. Fisher skis, if they actually also have a benefit. But uh, I actually yeah. dug into the the data and I, I couldn't find... Because I know on the uh, biathlon results, you can actually see the ski brand that they ski with, but I couldn't find out data. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I don't really want to scrape it all. So, yeah, I'm not going to do an analysis of that. But, um, well, we saw that uh, Baiba uh, told us that they actually Fisher skis, right? They the Fisher uh, company made all new skis during the holiday break. Oh, yeah, I wasn't uh, sure if she meant for her or just in general if they came oh, out with new skis. Oh, I, gonna, I, I took I, it I, as that, that they gave just her, for her new skis. Yeah. Okay, I, I thought it was like they, they were alarmed at the performance and so they created new skis for all their athletes, but yeah. No, I actually okay. uh, highly recommend Brian Halligan's YouTube video channel because um, mm-hmm. he explains the the difference between the skis oh, and why I haven't seen that video yet. didn't yeah. perform uh Oh, wait a minute. No, I, well. I did. Okay. So I think he really explained it very well. So uh and he also had a good video on the um uh how how athletes take their uh harness off differently. So he yeah, I mean, That was fascinating. We both know that uh that his video channel is but uh I think it's yeah. worth it. Another cool. shout out to if you want to know a bit more details about what athletes do and stuff then uh, yeah, he has great actually, videos. It's, it's very good for learning about if yeah, I know exactly for learning about biathlon for more mm-hmm. than just so you can actually understand some of the little things that you're seeing out there yeah makes you a smarter uh, smarter fan a smarter viewer yeah so watch his videos but don't listen to his podcast just listen to us right <laughs> 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 not nah, just kidding no his podcast is a good thing it is um so uh anything else from the men's sprint no i think uh no uh so the women's pursuit I don't need to go over too much here. We already mentioned the Swiss woman. That was my big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Tangible had a great race. She kind of brought herself up. She had two late misses that, that sunk her a little bit, but I was very impressed with the way that she slowly progressed up. And I think by the time she got to the last shooting, she was like about 20 seconds or a little bit less back from Elvira. So she she got herself into position to I capitalize. I am just generally really impressed with her this season. Yeah. It was just, a, it was, I, I thought it was a very smart race. Um, and of course, you can argue, well, if you take, you know, Roisland and, and, but it's not even so much the result that she's getting, but, but, um, she seems stronger, but also, I, I just love her enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know yeah. if you saw the, um, her and Christensen after they won yes. the, uh, the single yeah. mixed. I mean, yeah. If, if, if you're not that type of person, you're not going to, yeah, being in a situation like that, right? No, exactly. So yeah. Yeah, it's just she's great she's really to to have in the in the World Cup. Yeah, she's really embraced it. I think that she's she's having a great time. She's racing really well, and she's racing intelligently. I guess in a way that I haven't been seen her do before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like she has 
Jesus is better than she has been in the past. It's been it's fun. And more I'm, mature, maybe. Yeah, Just, yeah. yeah. So. And newly engaged. She got engaged, uh, I think, over the holiday break. So congratulations to her. Hopefully, she okay. keeps her last name because I don't need to learn any more oh, new names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I find it hard because uh, you know, with with uh, Herman Wick, you know, if you say Herman, you at least you got the first part right. Yes, but with yeah. Fialkova, her new name is in the front Tosca. of her. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that, yeah. The, yeah, that still throws me up sometimes. But uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to mention uh, a couple people like uh, Baiba and uh, moving up from thirty seventh to twentieth. She had an awesome pursuit race. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you had highlighted. Uh, what did you? Why send? I think if she was like fifteenth, was it fifteenth in isolated pursuit? Maybe better. Yeah, it sounds about right. I'm not sure yeah. if it was that exactly, but yeah, yeah. Um, so she had a great race. Uh, uh, Colombo forty uh, first to twenty third, and San Felipe from forty seventh to twenty second. So those those are some pretty good risers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then I was going to take this time to mention uh, Viewer as well. We haven't talked about her very much this year, but yeah, yeah. Doro is uh, she she's looking solid again. Absolutely, and and every time you start kind of thinking of she's yes she you know slowly fading kind of the same with Tari Bo right and then they're on the podium again so yep it's uh yeah she, she was, still have that speed and maybe not the top top yes. speed but uh, and then her not just clean shooting but also the the, the <laughs> like she she gains like what five seconds yeah yeah so. You know, and we talked about being six point eight seconds behind or whatever that yeah. almost evens it out, right? So she and was she's fast smart, enough. right? She she's yeah. experienced and she knows how how to uh um kinda uh plan the race. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and she I and mean she's... when when you think of the world champions coming up, I don't know, like she's not even an outsider to me. Oh nope. I would put her when you look at especially a pursuit race, if she can perform mm-hmm. well enough in the sprint to give herself an opportunity, I would definitely have her yeah. as one of the contenders for a medal. Um, might not be gold, but she'll she'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this was the missing piece, right? Was we we just hadn't seen uh, these legs. I mean, she definitely looks stronger on the skis this weekend, I thought, than in the past. And she's a she's a threat. You're right. Yeah. Every time it's you know. I think I did this last year too. You know, it's like, oh, is this the end? You know, is she is she coming to the end? Is she more distracted by other things? But you know, she has her her pattern down for yeah. how to peak for how to pick peak for the championships, and she's yeah. doing it again. Yeah. Um, uh, there was one other thing that stood out to me, but I can't find it anymore. I, I think it comes up in the the team uh, team races, but uh uh mentioned some career best earlier but uh Teresa Vorbonikova 21st in the pursuit that was her career best as well to go along That's, with she's from the Czech team right Czech Republic very young. Yep. you mentioned yep, her very before young. yeah yeah oh. so she's coming along uh and then and then of course we mentioned Becerra and Meyer for the for the Swiss mm-hmm. men's pursuit was another total domination JT Bo yeah unbelievable um, yeah, that was what I was referring to. Like, if you start with that time yes, back already, yeah. then, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, Quentin Fiumier, he had yes. uh, only two seconds behind Johannes Kuhn, or, yeah, Kuhn, oh. um, for fastest isolated time. Nice. 
And then, a, yeah, so he had he had a, a one penalty, right? So, and Fabian he Cloud, a, uh, he was third in isolated time and with two penalties. So, made up for his uh, poor shooting in the sprint, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I had a feeling that that uh, Maillet is is going to be back soon because yeah. I agree in the pursuit he didn't look as strong, but then he was mm-hmm. still able to. Was it? Um, Taribo, who he was dueling with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he beat him and out. He, for and the... he was almost like playing with him a little bit, like yeah. letting him in pass, and then he just yeah. passed him and took off. And it was, it looked like QFM from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the way he was on the course, you know, he had that sort of the mentality back. Yeah. He was a shark last year. I mean, he was a uh, on those pursuits. He was. He almost went undefeated last year. He only lose like two right. of them. So, yeah, it was it was nice to see him get back to his uh, get back to his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we mentioned Giacomel earlier. Um, he was fifth, I believe. Yeah. Um, so so broke his career high that had lasted, I think, a day. Um, and then uh, we also had uh, you mentioned Kuhn and Fabian Claude. Moving up, Ader was fourteenth again. A couple of Germans actually did did uh, did well. Um, I'm, I'm. What's going on with the Swedes? I don't know. With all due respect, but if if Jesper Nellen is is your best right athlete, and and I really don't mean it in any negative way towards Jesper Nellen, but you know, after well, especially because know... and Ponsaloma have been. Yeah leading the pack for a couple of years and we yeah we know what they can do mm-hmm. when they're good like they're not just good but they're able to win right and they're but just the not shooting even, it's like yeah they're just not even yeah. figuring it's like they're I mean, the skiing was if I'm, I'm looking at Ponsaloma he had five misses in the pursuit and he yeah, yeah. was still he lost uh, he gained one spot <laughs> well, he was going after it. I didn't. I didn't check his. I'm gonna check his ski times now. But uh, yeah, yeah, he so, was. Yeah, he had the second fastest. Oh, second, yeah. Behind. So it's it's like <laughs> <laughs> um, they just don't seem to be able to do both right. And then I um, was it in the single mixed relay that Samuelson had like a complete meltdown? Yes, on the shooting yeah. range. Yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, we I don't know if we talked about this, but he had the mass start and uh honestly and he had some misses on the third shooting and they just kinda of packed it in for the day and afterwards it was announced that he was sick. Um hmm. I'm not saying he wasn't sick, that's not at all what I'm saying, but I think that there might also be something else going on because he just doesn't look like the same athlete right. this year as he did the previous two years. I remember two years ago thinking that I was like oh my gosh this guy's gonna be competing for crystal globes in a couple I years. know yeah and and last year was sort of uh you know it definitely wasn't any worse but this year I just don't know where he went no yeah hopefully he finds it again maybe you I don't know I maybe he finds it again um and Mixed then, oh sorry I was gonna say do you want to talk about the Norwegians they went how they had like eight in the top 10 or something or yeah first third fourth sixth seventh <laughs> eighth 
<laughs> no, let's talk about something new. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. No, it's, anyway. yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And then considering that Bucken is not even in the He's team. He's not even there. Yeah. yeah. They could potentially have seven guys in the top ten in the world. Yeah. And then you look back at the IBU Cup, and they're just packing the IBU Cup. I, I think I think <laughs> last time I checked the IBU Cup standings here, I'll check them again. They had like the top four overall. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got something yes, figured. They out. still have the top four. Yeah. And again, that's not even counting Bakken, who's just, you know, he's hoping to be back later this year. Yeah. Although it's, I do find it interesting that. Um... Well, I guess with Eckhoff and Roiselant being out, that's not really a fair comparison. But I guess the women don't I, quite have the same. Yeah, and I and I kind of feel like the the gap between the men and the women is bigger. But the, obviously, he's with the you know two Top Guns out. Yeah, um, the difference is going to be bigger. But uh, they still don't yeah, have the, the same depth, though. Sorry, the women don't have the same depth, though. No, no, and that's it's just, and that is just yeah, like you said, they they could have seven athletes in the top ten. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, these guys that are tearing up the IBU Cup, who knows what they could do? Yeah. Right? They could, maybe they well, could we have... we just talked about that, right? Like, yeah. maybe they could be top 10, but they may not get a chance. Yeah. I mean, guys, come over to the United States. We need you. Yeah. Go to Denmark. Well, right? There must be a way to... Uh... Yeah, uh, you know, I actually think that, I but... know somebody by the name of Stromsheim. Maybe we can get him to emigrate to. <laughs> there you States. go. Some lost yeah. relations. Um. Anyway, I, that's just crazy. I, I, the things that they do. I mean, we mentioned the what they did in the mass start before the break, where they were just like, <laughs> you look like they were doing a like a a team, team like time the trial. Open Norwegian yeah. or something. Uh, yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, it's. It's fun in a certain respect, but I also like when there are a lot of a lot of countries mixing it up. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully some other guys can rise to there. Um, and then I was just going to say, uh, Campbell Wright had a good race. I know. Hey, we we hadn't seen a lot of him recently, and it was just nice to see his his face back up there. Yeah. Oh, and this is what I was uh, referring to earlier that um, Finland did really well in the single mixed, mm. and that was not with Mary Ader. So it was actually. Um, Suvi Minkinen? Yes. Yes. So I was, because um, I, you know, I'm not, I wasn't surprised to see Finland on the fourth spot because they've mm-hmm. been having a really good season. And then to see that wasn't with their, you know, yeah, I guess in, in placement, their, their best female athlete. So, uh, and Minkinen's uh, having a good year. Oh, she is. But I yeah. think Mariator's just been strong oh, yes. so far, right? Yeah. For sure. 100%. Yeah. So, and yeah. in the States on the sixth spot, that was, uh, yeah. Really team cool. uh, Team Green Bay. I think Paul Schomer and both Deidre Irwin are from the same same town, which, huh. by the way, is about twenty five ish minutes away from where my parents grew up. So, yeah. is that the Go. town where they're really sad because they're going to miss the playoffs in the NFL for the first time in, or are they still in? Um, I haven't checked the score of the game. Uh-huh. We're, guys, this is a live update right here. I know <laughs> so many people care about this. Oh, is it still? Are they still playing? They're playing right now. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there must the, be oh at my least gosh, three or four NFL fans in biathlon. Yeah, the Detroit Lions are beating the Packers twenty to sixteen with three and a half minutes to go. Oh well, that's three and a half game minutes. It's another hour and a it's, half. It's, the, it, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it'll be midnight. <laughs> um, yeah. So team Team Green Bay did well. That was nice to see. Um, 
I, and, I, uh, I haven't really followed him in detail, but I feel like Paul Schelmer is actually having a quite a quite a strong season. He had a good weekend. Because um, I, I did he miss the first World Cup or something because it was yeah he had the knee injury. Um, that he yeah, was yeah. getting some treatment on, but um, yeah, no, he's been he's been coming on the last uh, couple of weeks. I think he was and his uh, shooting been, has been good, right? Yes, I think he was yeah. top thirty uh, in the pursuit, twenty hmm. eighth. Yep, there it was. So he's actually having a pretty solid year. It's nice to see. And I think this was DJ Irwin's best best weekend, also. Um, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wanted to mention uh, when we're on the single mixed. Um, it's one the Canadians didn't have the greatest relay performances, but I had reached out to them earlier in the weekend and they were doing some heavy training this weekend to work towards world. So they might've been having some dead legs going into the relays maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I think I may have mentioned that, but, uh, they last season, they kind of based from Europe and they stayed, in Europe over the Christmas mm-hmm. break yeah. and this year they uh, and I don't know what the reasoning was at all but um, yeah they were here in Christmas and I think they didn't travel until the races already started yeah it would, so a little it could bit also late, yeah. be part of jet lag and that kind of thing but uh, yeah absolutely um, there were some interesting uh, teams I thought the French going with uh, was it Guigonaut mm-hmm and Jean Monod was interesting, and they still came away with second. That was pretty yeah. cool. You know, Absolutely. they uh, had a great had a great weekend. Obviously, winning the the mixed relay, and then and the, I find the... it especially impressive that, um, like this Jean Monod, she she's the fourth shooter in this race, and she still has only one miss. You know, in a huh. in a place yeah. of contention, right? So it's yeah. not like you're in fifth and and you're not really fighting for the podium. Like they 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 were still in there. Yeah. So uh, it was nice. Yeah, to find it really impressive for these for these young God, young athletes. How old is she? She's like twenty three. And Amy Bezerga too. Zero zero, zero yes. in the last shooting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. The did you see how excited they were? I don't know well, if you caught this, but be. they yeah. were. Yeah, like the, it was like absolute pure joy when she crossed yeah. the the line. That was really neat to see. Um, yeah. You know, and they were. Uh, yeah, getting that getting on the podium there. So that was that was awesome. You mentioned the fins. Did you see the bottom half of the top ten? We had, um, in seventh, seventh was Ukraine, eighth was Japan, ninth was Moldova, and then tenth was Sweden. I saw it. Yeah, that's yeah. I noticed Sweden was. Well, did you see the shooting from Samuelson that we were talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. Four misses and then three penalty loops on the three penalty loops and, exploded. Yeah. yeah, just just total implosion. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but also like Italy was in eleventh and. Mm-hmm. Germany was 13th and the Czech Republic was 15th. It's like, what happened here, guys? And I mean, part of that is, I think, because they had both races on the same day, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... I don't know. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's probably tough. the... That's probably the, the race where I slept the most kind of <laughs> in and yeah. over, on and off. Well, I already mentioned I, I missed the whole thing, so I can't... Yeah. Can't... Yeah. I find that even harder um, before the recording we were talking about you know how if you already know the result it's just less yes. fun to watch but yeah. I find it even harder when you've kind of seen half the race oh yeah yeah because uh, yeah. I'll, I'll still watch it kind of in the background um, 
because I mean, what else are you going to watch anyway, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, so. I I liked uh, the race on Thursday, Friday because there were actually a, a decent time. They were a decent time. It wasn't that bad. It was like eight eight thirty. It was nice. But then I heard the commentators about I don't know why they start this race so late because because of the snow conditions and it wasn't cold enough and no well, because like of maybe Max Cobb. maybe that's uh, Max Cobb yeah yeah cross my hey. line. Yeah, listen to Slowly us. starting to influence uh, IB yeah. there. It's, uh, he's like boiling the lobster, right? I don't know if yeah. you know this. Like, right? You just slowly turn up the temperature so they don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, anything from the mixed relay? No. I like the yeah. Italians. They did well. Yeah. The. Uh... Oh, that's what I was going to say. The, so the Italians did well. The Poles. I was going to mention the Poles. Um, uh, they had uh, they finished in eighth place, and it was their best finish since 2019, nice. um, which was uh, actually was a tw- no, sorry, um, 2020. The women's relay in Polkuka actually, and then it was the their best mixed relay or men's relay since like, it was. It would have been a number more years since then. It, somebody posted on Twitter, but um, uh, reached out to uh, the the Polish head coach who Tobias is it Tolgerson um anyway he was very excited about it they had mm-hmm. they're they're very excited for how they did you know because the the team is so young the two men are actually juniors uh they're both 20 and uh Zuk and uh, Jacques Yella are like 24 and 25 and and they've been really having good years so um is nice to see that... still on the team do you know uh who is that um, I thought it was Ho- Hoynich. She, she's yes, the lady yes. who's been uh, on the team for a long time. I haven't. Se- I think she retired. Oh, she did. I haven't huh? seen her at all this year. Mm. Um, oh, and uh, another shout out. I don't know if you remember that Lotta Lee was uh, in one of our chats with her. Was talking about this junior girl who was yes, yes. coming up, and I, I'm pretty sure that was Maya Klutin. Yes, that it she was. was talking yes. about. Yeah, she had a great race. She did. Coming right after. Terry Longer and his yeah. rifle incident. Yeah. So Actually, no, I'm, I'm really impressed by her because she could have right coming after that, and this is her first mixed relay or her first real her first weekend on the World Cup, and she did awesome. Um, the whole Belgian team, I think, only had two misses. Period. Like two misses total. Like not nice. two penalty loops, but two misses total. So that's amazing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just so. looking up. Uh, so for the third loop of the mixed relay. Yeah. Maya Klutens had the 10th uh, course time. 32 wow. seconds behind. So that's... Ah, not bad. You know, for just starting on the World Cup. Yeah. Who yeah. else was in her general vicinity? Because um, I mean, oh, sorry. I made um, a mistake again. So I read out her, the team position. So she was actually seen one. This is weird. Sorry, I was just mixing that up. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, tenth, tenth uh, course time. Yeah, and then yeah, so she was Knotten. around Knotten, Veer, Gasparin, yeah. or yeah. So that's actually, that's really impressive. A bad group to be uh, in the middle of. No, those are good good names to be around. Yeah, yeah, way to go. Um, Anything else? No, that about wraps up. 
Uh, just yeah, we talked about uh, value or devaluation of the team relays. Yeah, I was yeah. so uh, I was so sad for um, for Ligret. Yeah, and his first first shot right was uh, yeah. was a miss on prone. Yeah, well, so much pressure coming off the break with uh, keeping that streak going. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to update that uh, tomorrow and then uh, oh, see what good. the what the longest active strike or strikes um, so, streaks are, and then we can so start voting. I wanted to look at the overall standings real quick because there's some mm -hmm. crazy things. All right, so uh, for the men, because I think these numbers are just wild. Uh, JT Bo has 779 points. He has 104 points ahead of Strola Home Lagride. That was a 30 point lead to start the weekend. And uh, he's. <laughs> this is now going to the third place. He is now 302 points. 402 points, excuse me, ahead of third place. Yeah. 402 points ahead of third place. And that's now Quinton Fiume. But how many points moved, is, moved a, is a win? 90, right? 90, yeah. So it's only four wins. If, yeah, if he if he sits out two weekends and Quinton Fiume wins every single race, uh, Fiume would still be behind by 40 points. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I'm it's not just saying a... it's likely, but I'm just <laughs> yeah, trying like... to wrap my head around what that means with the current scoring yeah. system. So, so if yeah. if uh, so Bo if, would if, get um, if, if Bo does COVID. not race again until until Worlds, right? Huh. So, and Quinton Fiume wins every single race, he would take the lead, right? But he would have to win every single race, I think. Anyway, it's nuts. Uh, yeah. And then on the other side, Simone's lead is down to 31 points over. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Yeah, 31 points over, over Elviro. So that's basically a dead heat. Um, that's cool. Yeah, and then a, a bit of a jump down. And, and then Herman Wick is 432. Tangible's 413. Vera is all the way up to fifth. Um, she started the weekend, I think, in 10th. Um, she's 411. And then Pearson, 404. Davida, 383. Hauser, 379. Anyway, so it's just a, a nice clustering there in the, in the fight for third, really. Uh, mm -hmm. But nobody's totally out of it, I don't think. No. And, and then uh, for comparison, Sophie sake, Chauveau and uh, Lou Jean Monod, 16 and 17. So. Yeah, and and for comparison's sake, uh, they are within 400 points of Julia Simon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's just nuts. Yeah, so what we got coming up is next weekend already, right? Rupolding? Rupolding, yes. Yeah, yeah Rupolding. Um, and uh, traditionally a shooter's paradise, right? Is that is it Oberhof with the bad weather or is it Rupolding? Oh, Oberhof's the bad weather, but oh, right. Rupolding yeah. has like the has the really nice uh, entry into the range and and the okay. it's a little yeah. protected and and so I was actually going to ask you this. So last year, uh, I think they averaged twenty five clean shootings per sprint race. So twenty five people went clean, ten hmm. out of ten. Do wow. you think we'll go over or under that this year? Yeah, this year. Do you think we'll have more oh. or less than twenty five on average for the sprint races? Uh, I think that's going to depend a lot on the weather. Yeah, well, we don't know the weather, so I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to can... go... No, that's not going to be improved. Okay, we're going to go under. Um, yeah. I'm actually, I'm going to look it up. I'll tell you what uh, what the Apple Weather Service here says about reporting. The weather for this weekend is going to be... Ooh, uh, oh, ooh. 
So um, I'm changing it over to Celsius for you just to make it easiest. All right. So that the rest of the world understands? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our crazy system over here. All right, so for the sprint races, it's going to be five on Thursday and seven on Friday. And either snowing or raining, depending on... Yeah, I would say under. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a sloppy weekend. Well, and then and, uh, a question to you. How many athletes are going to sit out Antholtz? Um, and, how many and, athletes are going to sit, hold, sit you know, out Antholtz? Uh, so I would normally say it would be higher, but after our interviews and how many people loved it as like their absolute favorite, do you think that plays a role though? I I don't know. And well, yeah, it's. I, don't I know. think that JT Bo might. He's got such an enormous lead, right? If he if he wins another race this weekend. Yeah, but then it's also like why break the, you know, the yeah, flow that that's he's true. in. That's true. That's true. So. And you get you get a week off in between Anholtz and Oberhof right. anyway, so yeah, I don't know how many. So how many overall, or how many of the big names? Yeah, I, when I asked that I question, say, I'm like, oh, should I should I put a limit on who you? No, I would but, say like five. No, just generally, five five, five big names. I think it's not going to be something huge. Hmm. If I and by big names, I mean people who are in like the top fifteen on right. each. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that many people skipping Anholtz in the past. No, I think it's purely because it's before yeah. the World Championships. But no, now how many people skip group holding? Now that's a different question. Based on this weather, I don't know. Hmm. I could see, I could see more people skipping group holding. Yeah, especially if you're already out of it. Well, I just think with, uh, I don't know, there must be some cold or or possibly Some COVID going, going on in the, in the World Cup uh, dressing room. So, yeah. Who guess, knows what, uh, who's going to be there. A lot of people getting sick. So, fingers yeah. crossed that uh, everyone's able to, to stay healthy. I do hope uh, that, that, well, I guess for both World Cups, like those, both Rupolding and, and, and Holtz, they just have such an amazing crowd. and They do. You know, you'd hate to see it be, a, I guess, a World Cup where every winner is, is has a little asterisk of... Well, yeah, you know, so and so wasn't there, and yeah, yeah, so that was always the big fear during COVID, and we really avoided that for the most part until last year when everybody took off their weekends for training mm-hmm. for the Olympics. But yeah, yeah, we got pretty lucky with COVID in terms of people being healthy. Yeah, until the until the Oslo party. Apparently, that was the. <laughs> yeah. that was the, the top. <laughs> it's probably a good thing that we don't know what happened there. Uh, yeah. Nope. Don't need to know. <laughs> um. Anything else? Anything big happening this week? Nope. I don't think so. Getting our uh, gotta gotta I think apply for our press passes for Canmore. So put that in. Yeah. We'll yeah, be. Yeah, I was there I today. We'll, There's we'll, like we'll be nothing the that even shows like anything close to the start <laughs> of a building. <laughs> So I don't know if they're going to put up tents or or uh, porta potties and and little yeah wooden structures or whatever. I have no idea. It's gonna be so cold. I did I, just, I, I did skate the track. So yeah, did some uh, oh. reconnaissance. This is what we need you to do. We need you to put in some serious training and then and then whatever like how whatever the latest time is before the races, go out there and ski it for time. 
and then we'll compare your times, your course time to uh, <laughs> the athletes. Are you suggesting <laughs> that I start training now for something in a month? <laughs> no, I keep and you training. Any improvement? Keep, keep, well, <laughs> keep training. <laughs> if I can do that track without stopping, I would be very impressed with myself. Yeah, <laughs> RJ's course time is because <laughs> yeah, at least pacing is not time. my strength. <laughs> Uh, that'd be that'd be funny to do. It's uh, sort of a, a time trial, but yeah. Well, they do have a ski rental there, so yeah. When I'm out there, maybe I can sneak my way onto the course and Very stumble cool. my way around. I'll look like J two Bo did back in the <laughs> pursuit race. Uh, yeah. A deer on All right. ice. All right, man. I think. Uh, yeah, I think this is it. We yeah. reached the end of Pokemon. Back in our normal patterns. Um, I don't know if we have anybody this week, but uh, hopefully, maybe we can call Bob on her sickbed and mm-hmm. uh, and give, make sure she drinks lots of tea before she gets on with us. But no. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll uh, chat again next week. All right, the root bowling. Everybody have a wonderful week. Absolutely, and yeah, it's uh, it's only what it starts Thursday. The races Thursday, or? yeah. So. Three days away. Yeah. So we Four days away. Just, I can count. Just enough time for catching up on the races that we haven't seen yet. And all the work you didn't do uh, while watching the races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> all right. All right. Take care, man. Bye. Bye. Bye.